Awesome. I think we're live. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in today. It is January 3rd, 2023, and this is the Tuesday Feelings Show hosted by Ricardo Sturdivant. Let us know in the comments if this is working, where you're beaming in from, or tag a friend that is interested and loves tattoos as much as we do. While we test these live streams, I'll let you know about the network you're on and what we are up to. This is actually Guy Aitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community and Network, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are encouraged to join in these live streams, real-world events, to share and inspire to create better art and tattoos together. We beam out nearly every day. And with your help, we've evolved into a quality network of amazing live and on-demand tattoo and art shows that have been receiving a ton of really awesome reviews. You can find Reinventing the Tattoo in either App Store, Google, or Apple, YouTube, and on Roku. We have 12 to 15 channels that are going live at any given time, 24-7. All the major podcast directories as well carry our stuff. So no matter where you're watching from, whether it's live or on demand, all of the latest and greatest can be found on our website at reinventingthetattoo.com. Otherwise, we have a really cool event schedule with full weekly and special event details that are on our YouTube. You can sign up for reminders at any point. And also, some of the other guest shows or other show hosts are on today. We've got Fawn and Jason here as well. So Jason Leeser on Sundays at 1 p.m. hosts a Reinventing Drawing Group called Skill Building Sundays. Monday is a lot of stuff going on at Reinventing. We start early at 9 a.m. with Drawing for Tattooers, led by James Wisdom. Later in the morning at 11 a.m. is the Tattoo Weekly, hosted by myself, Gabe Ripley, and Jake Meeks of the Fireside Tattoo Network. At 5 p.m., we have Let's Talk About Feelings, hosted by Robbie Rapol. At 9 p.m. is our uh, subscribers evening. Um, the evolution classes have been going on every single Monday at 9, hosted by Sandy McAndrew. Tuesdays right here at 10 a.m. is Ricardo Sturdivant. Wednesdays at 1 is a Tattoo Now show and our business roundtable, followed by Tattoo Collecting 101 at 6 p.m. on Thursdays. want to say thank you to Alex's World Tattoo Events for, for providing the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. Um, also, DLIs Pro and Tattoo Now, providing technology for tattooers. We always appreciate positive reviews on our channel, so help us get the word out by either commenting or letting a friend know how much you love this content. If you'd like to host a uh, reinventing event or sponsor our community or critiques, hit us up at management at reinventingthetattoo.com. All right, guys, if you want to comment, I will be watching those and relaying to everybody. But otherwise, Ricardo, how are you? Hey, good morning, Lauren. I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for awesome. uh, hosting again this week. I appreciate sure. it very much. Yeah, yeah. we were just uh, talking a little before the show about what we've been up to. I know that I haven't seen Jason in a while. Um, yeah. Yeah, it seems like this has been a pretty busy year and like a busy way to end it too, you know what I mean? So, uh, and it sounds like Jason's uh, jumping right into it with um, traveling and stuff like that. And it looks like Fawn's driving too. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I'm on my way to my massage appointment today though. So. Ah, okay. Nice. Yeah, this, this is like the day I look forward to. Absolutely. It's on me, but it makes me feel so much better. You know, I was just talking about that. Um, a friend of mine is a, uh, rehabilitation therapist, a rehab therapist as far as physical therapy goes and stuff like that so he's been working with me I, I had my first session with him last week and man oh man it's so amazing how like terrible it feels at first you know what I mean but like how beneficial that really is like I love deep tissue massages if you guys get a chance I highly recommend them is that kind of what you go for yeah Samantha is a neuromuscular massage therapist so like she kind of like 
manipulates all of my systems, like my yeah. muscular system, the electrical system, as well as like actually manipulating my like, skeleton. Yeah. So like it, it can get intense sometimes. Right. You know, and I, I think uh, for me, man, it's been awesome to be able to like kind of focus on my breathing and stuff like that again. Because last week, I think we were talking about, you know, getting tattooed, the places we go mentally and stuff like that with, the, with that pain kind of kicks in. And for me, it's like, it's pretty cool to be able to be a part of that deep tissue or like what you're talking about with this muscular therapy and like readjusting just their whole like kind of uh, breathing system and everything, right? Like your whole central nervous system. There can be a lot of pain there, but it's pretty awesome to be able to uh, learn how to breathe through some of that stuff and get get the benefits out of it instead of just tapping out, you know. Yeah, and one of the one of the things I really like about uh, my massage therapist, Samantha, but one of the one of the things I really like about her is she's she's incredibly intelligent, but she's a really good teacher too. So like, if something on me is out of whack. She'll be like, well, what were you doing the last three days? And I'll describe to her the piece that I was working on. And she was like, yep. I go, For instance, we, we've got this running joke, this running carpal tunnel joke between her and I, and we were cracking real hard about it. And then the next time I see her, my like, my, my ring finger and pinky finger are like numb, like numb with like shooting tingles. So I'm like, so I don't carpal tunnel, but there's something going on. And she yep. was like, well, what were you doing? And I told her I had two throat pieces that I was working on in the couple of days before. And I very seldom work on throats. Like, it's not a common place that I tattoo. But, like, when I do, I do the entire throat. Yeah. So, anyway, she's like, she, so she, like, imitated me stretching. So, she's like, you're doing this while you're working. And I was like, yep. And she's like, yep. that's not a natural way to move your arm. So, you're pinching your ulnar nerve. And I was like, what? So she like showed me exactly what I was doing that caused the inflammation that caused the tingles, which was like, you know, uh, I was, I basically had like crunchy, um, stiff muscles up here by my elbow and that's what was actually pinching the nerve. So she relieved that tension there. And then my, the numbness in my hands was gone, like in five minutes. Yeah. Um, but she also showed me like, this is what caused it. And then this is like, when you work in that manner this is how you can relieve that tension before it tightens up and causes nerve problems yeah so that's one like I think it's valuable what she's physically doing to me but I also think it's really helpful that she takes the time to explain like how to prevent that injury again and she's also a client of mine so she knows that like once I start working my my brain is so hyper focused in this thing that I'm creating that I don't even feel my own body you know what I mean yeah. like oh we, yeah no, we hear all the time like we need to move more we need to stretch we need to do the things but like when we're as passionate and like hyper focused as we become you don't feel your back aching until you take a break and stand up straight and then you're like oh that was too long but it's because you were so hyper focused you didn't even notice your own discomfort because your brain was so into what you were doing um, yeah you just want those crispy bacon, those bacon crispy lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I really like that she like understands what I do and she understands that like, yes, I know I'm kind of abusing my body and no, it's not on purpose, but my brain just isn't concerned about it at the moment. So, you know, where like a chiropractor that I used to see in the past, he would always like lecture me, he'd be like, and it, 
it was it was totally different when he'd talk to me because he'd be like fun there's a reason osha requires people to take breaks every two hours like well that makes sense but i I haven't really thought about it so uh so i I really like that the the girl i see now gives me just incredible advice on how to like fix my body and then how to like kind of you know help make my body last longer we talk about the longevity of our careers all the time and I think that's one of the things like I think Samantha is my teammate on the longevity of my body yeah I I think it's really important that I see her like I I talk about it as it's a thing that I do to, to pamper myself and it is but it also allows me to keep working long days the way that I do I don't know if being almost 40 many other tattooers still tattoo 14 hour days yeah that's that's a lot i gotta i gotta hand it to you there man like that's um that's quite a bit you know what i mean like i i I agree with you because i used to tattoo for just as long and stuff like that but i've been the the amount of time that i've been tattooing i find myself and the clients for some reason like sitting for about five or six hours at the most and then like we're we're both like kind of done you know what i mean so like congratulations to you for still being able to do that because man i know that it's it pushes me to the limit for sure um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying I work like that every day, but like right. when the opportunity presents itself, when it's like, like, let's say I've got a, a client who has traveled in or a client who's deploying, sometimes exactly. my servicemen, like I only see them once or twice a year. So we yep. need to make the most out of every time we see each other. Those are mm-hmm. the guys that I will just keep working just because I know they would. Um, I agree. And I, know, I agree. I know I'm not going to have the opportunity to see them again for a really long time. So right. So the, those are the circumstances where I'll just keep working until one of our bodies taps out. Mm-hmm. I do think it's awesome though, like to go back to what you're saying about your, your therapist friend and stuff like that. Like, um, you know, the, the couple people that I've trained with and stuff like that, I have a couple personal trainer friends and stuff like that. And, uh, they've walked me through quite a bit of things as far as like what I do wrong with my body while I'm tattooing too. Um, and it's, it's funny on a couple different levels because like when I'm tattooing them, they'll sit there and watch me and critique my body movement and stuff like that afterwards. And it's the same thing. Like they, I think the, the cool part about being around somebody that, that cares about their profession as much as you do, like making an impact more than it is like, uh, like a buck. You know what I mean? I think that's when it starts to kind of come through a little bit more and it's pretty cool for them to, to understand that like, Yes, you should take a break every couple of hours, but when you're in the zone, you're in the zone. You know what I mean? Like everything else kind of falls by the wayside. And yeah, it's gonna interrupt that flow state when you're in it. Yeah, exactly. And like it's not like you uh, you're trying to obtain it. It just kind of like happens. It's like a happenstance, right? Mm-hmm. Like it just, it just kind of occurs and stuff like that. So, but it is pretty cool to have somebody kind of critique you and then like walk you through the process and like why it's happening, how it's happening and how you can kind of help avoid it and stuff like that too. Um, man, I try to sit as, as core dominant as I can while I'm tattooing, but I always end up finding myself slouching over with my, with my shoulders forward and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like no matter what, no matter what I do, I'll start the tattoo out real strong, core dominant and stuff like that, you know, breathing through my diaphragm and everything like that. But man, at the end of the day, it's like, I'm just trying to get that, that as, as good of a job as I can done. That's all I'm really focused on. It's pretty funny. Well, Try switching what you're sitting on. Yeah. Switch what you sit on. 
You know, like if you usually chair. sit on a flat stool, pick up an ergonomic stool. That's yeah. going to help you maintain correct posture throughout the entire experience. Agreed. Do you, you know, find yourself, gonna, do you change your chairs quite a bit, Jason? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I prefer my saddle stool, but uh -huh. every now and then I'll tweak its position. Uh -huh. But I find that just having your legs like slope down at a side at the mm -hmm. side as opposed to sitting flat. I find it, it forces me to sit with a straighter back. Even the times when I feel like I want to hunch over, it almost feels uncomfortable on that kind of a thing because it makes you, unless you're sitting down and you've got your weight centered, mm -hmm. it kind of feels a little weird if you're off center, right? Right. So it helps your body sit with a straighter posture because you feel like if you bend over too far, you feel like you're going to fall over, right? Right. Yeah. So by nature of the way that it's designed, it forces you to sit a bit more upright. They're okay. not the most comfortable things to sit on, but they do work. Okay. Do you find that giving you any problems with like the back of your thighs or anything like that? Because I know there's a sciatic nerve that kind of runs down the, the back path of your thigh. And that can create a lot of tension and, and issues and stuff like that for me. I know that for sure. It can, but once again, because of the way that saddle stools are generally sloped mm -hmm. on the sides, it's allowing you to keep pressure off of that sciatic nerve. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people that have sciatica, sciatic nerve issues, things like that, will actually opt for something built more like a saddle stool, just because it transfers your weight disbursement from your butt where your sciatic nerve is to like your legs. Gotcha. So it helps alleviate a lot of pressure off of that sciatic nerve. It's mm -hmm. a good idea. Yeah, I agree. I don't dislike the saddle style stools whatsoever. I actually, until I, I, I looked out at a thrift store and I found, you know, when you go into a doctor's office and they've got the little round stool that like spins up and it's like super cushy and, you know, if that's what yeah. doctors sit in while they're but, but I, I think I paid 10 bucks for mine. I had Jules reupholster it for me and like, it's great. I love it. We've got, you know, I work at Red Tree, so we've got tat soul stuff everywhere. And I, I, this is just me, but I hate it. I don't think it's comfortable whatsoever. Like I know they've got all these like ergonomic adjustments and stuff, but that is not designed for my body type. None of it feels comfortable for me. It's like the seats are too long. And then yeah. like no matter how high or low, I want to meet what tattoo artists they consulted when designing those chairs. Yeah. I don't because think they did. Whoever designed them, whoever designed them had no idea what they were doing when it comes down to tattoo. I, gotta be honest with you. I, I agree with both of you guys, man. Like I've found that those chairs are kind of like a little bit more hype than they are anything else. You know what I mean? Yes. I hate, well, here's I hate the thing. They took, they took, 
spa chairs. They took spa chairs and repurposed them and put a tattoo label on them so that the tattoo industry pays twice as much for them. Yeah. But what do you do at a spa? You go there. If if you're the if you're the customer, if you're the client, you go to the spa. You lay in the comfortable chair for 20 minutes, a half hour, an hour maybe if it's a long treatment, and then you're done. Or you go to another chair or another station or another thing. Yeah. So they took furniture that was designed to be comfortable for an hour and they're like here you go work on this all day yeah here you go let your clients tips be comfortable on this all day it wasn't designed for that they just repurposed spa furniture and it wasn't designed with comfort in mind whatsoever you know people i don't know i just feel like i feel like if you listen to me a lot, I actually complain a lot about the design flaws in tattoo furniture. It wasn't designed for us. They put all these bells and whistles all over it just to make it look fancy, but those bells and whistles are always what break, and they don't make my legs not fall asleep when I'm sitting there tattooing. They don't make mm. my posture better when I'm sitting there tattooing. They don't make my clients more comfortable. So I think there's, I think there's a huge gap in our industry for quality comfort furniture so that's why like when I found my little medical stool I snapped it right up because at the time I had been looking at uh, a Hill ROM catalog looking for different like medical quality furniture options that would be more comfortable for me and more ergonomic for me, as well as my clients but it's so expensive it's one of those like man do I spend thousands of dollars on new furniture Yeah, I thought about getting one of those like balls and stuff like that, you know, that you can kind of roll around on and everything like that, dude. I, man, I thought about all of it. I'm the same way, Fawn. It's like, which one's going to work out well? It, it's too bad that there's not something that you can like kind of put it on, like get it on loan for a little while. You know what I mean? Like pay a, pay a certain amount, and, like kind of rent it for a little while first and see if you dig it or not, you know? I think that'd be the best bet. But um, the chiropractor that I talked to had mentioned um, – you know, when, when you're the back of your legs, I know I deal with that too, cause I'm vertically challenged, you know? So like seats and stuff like that made for like regular height people and stuff like that, they, they come up a little bit, my legs hit a little bit shorter on them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, so like one of the things that he told me to do is kind of like you put your heel out straight in front of you and to kind of like rock your foot back and forth like towards the ground your toes towards the ground and your towards back towards your shin you know um if you do that every once in a while throughout the tattoo process it's i found that it helps me out quite a bit so i don't know if you guys are listening you're suffering with the same problems that might help you out see what you think about it it actually kind of makes me feel good because like that's one of my fidgets is i'll just put my legs like i'll just stretch them out in front of me and like while i'm like shading away i'll like kick my feet back and forth like a little kid yeah it's perfect that's exactly what he told me he said it helps out quite a bit and it helps out like uh, get that blood flow back in and it takes the tension off the back of the sciatic nerve and stuff like that you know what i mean like mine was so mine was so bad dude it, for like a year i had a limp like no joke it was crazy it sucked i, I never felt more my age than ever i did whenever i had that issue <laughs> my sci- oh my sciatic <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah but 
I'd be interested to find out if what brands or anything like that that you guys have used that might be working out for you. If y'all care to share in the comments or anything like that, let us know what you think. Um, but I have run into that issue with the with the uh, name brand tattoo chairs and stuff like that too. It's they don't really work out too well. Have you worked off of uh, any of the ink bed equipment? The ink bed stuff? Ink bed, yeah, it's a little bit less expensive than Cat Soul, but I think it's actually a little bit nicer in, in my own personal opinion. Okay, so that's the one that I've been using. The chair that I have now is an ink bed, and it's not too bad, but I find that like the angle on the cushion, the front of the seat, you know what I mean? It, it cuts in pretty hardcore, like right on the back of the thigh. It is a lot yeah. shorter, but I, I have found that it cuts out, cuts back on the back of the thigh quite a bit, and it puts a lot of tension on there too. So every once yeah. in a while, I have to get up and kind of move around a little bit, but. I have found that the price difference is, is a lot better, you know what I mean? And it seems like it's a little bit more designed with the tattoo artist in mind and stuff like that too. Yeah, I was delightfully surprised the first time I got to work around with one because I thought it was going to be just the same as the Cat Soul, just, you know. I like we lost her. Uh -huh. <laughs> Stupid mobile when internet. I was working at Sean Peter's shop. Uh -huh. um, so it was just a vacation. It wasn't day in and day out. So I can't give the best review of it. But like, I was pretty impressed with like, all right, this is, this is not bad. Okay. You know? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. I'll have to check it out. Uh, other stuff besides that. And uh, have you guys worked with a lot of those like oversized uh, armrests at all? Yes. What do you think about them? Because everybody in my shop uses them. They love them. I love it. And I don't even have the super big one. Uh -huh. I just have one that's like, it's it's a nice size. It's not, um, it's like the mid-level, okay. right? So it's just, I think it's like 18 inches wide by like maybe 12 inches deep. So okay. it's not super big. But I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I've been eyeing them, them up. Yeah, everybody at the shop uses them. They say the same thing. I, I really enjoy the way that, like, uh, I do use my, my iPad for reference, for photo reference whenever I tattoo. But I have found myself uh, editing the photo and then printing a piece of paper out and having that more handy than, than the iPad itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, even with even with color work, I've I've found myself kind of uh, uh, beefing up the contrast and things like that on from images and things like that. But then putting the 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 pro or the the iPad away and trying to focus more on like um, like a, a more of an, an interpretation kind of approach to some of the color that I've been working with with tattoos. Uh, and it, I've found myself having a lot more fun and stuff like that with them with the tattoos and stuff like that again. But like um. I have seen that it's pretty cool with those larger uh, armrests that you can literally like kind of put it right next to you. You know what I mean? Like there's enough room for you to kind of use it as a, as a, a prop for your, for your reference material and stuff too. One person I know used to actually take their reference material and they used to lay it down on the top of the armrest before they wrapped it. Oh, and they yeah. would wrap it all up with clear plastic wrap. 
so that they could see straight through it. And then that way they never had to worry about, okay, well, am I going to have to tape this to someone? Am I going to have to, where, yeah. where can I tape this? Cause it's right there next to me. That's okay. an idea. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, you're a genius. Yeah. It's genius. You like, are it's genius level. Great tattoo hack. The little hacks, the little life hacks. It's like the day you found out that you can uh, microwave oatmeal instead of having to boil it all the time. You know what I mean? You found that out? You didn't just know? No, I, I, I didn't know that for a long time. I mean, I know them for years now, but I mean, for a long time, I was like, wait, you can put it in the microwave? Holy shit. But now it's like, yeah, game on. Arms cracking up over there. Seriously. <laughs> We started we started working around a kitchen incredibly young in my family. So like I don't know. By by like three, we're doing microwave cooking. So anything that we could like warm up and do things like that in the microwave, we already had that down by like that's pretty cool. Yeah. So just my daughter in the kitchen early too. By the time she was nine, she could make pasta. Nice. It's, it's funny. It's, it's just kind of like yes, it from like, scratch. It kind of makes my uh my heart giggle when I hear people that are like grown adults that don't know how to cook, and it's like, well, you've never played in the kitchen. You never like went in the kitchen and just tried as a kid. I me, did. I do know how to cook. I, I can actually cook quite a bit of things. Um. But the, the, the difference is that I think what happened was I didn't have access to a microwave for a long time when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like we didn't, we just didn't have one in the house for a long time. Mm. So everything was just kind of like, you know, manual, manual ride. Heating up, so heating up a, meals I, in the ovens. I have a tiny little microwave, but I very seldom use it. Like very seldom. I have like an electric tea kettle and stuff like that that I use for things that I would microwave. But my younger sister is one of those like diehard non-microwavers. She's like, nope, I don't need no radiation in my water molecules. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Sarah. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm, I guess I'll drink cold coffee then instead of exciting these molecules. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but it helps with my indigestion. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I think I just grew up without the microwave for such a long time. Like I had one here for a little while and then it went crazy. Like one day I, I turned it on and it was just started, I don't know, doing all kinds of weird random things. So I, had, I thought it was going to explode on me. So I threw it away. Was Skynet <laughs> taking over? I think so. Yeah. I think so. So with the New Year's guys, have y'all been starting new projects or anything like that lately? Uh, well, you guys saw the one that I was working on last week. Uh, once I get back in town for my massage appointment, I think I'm probably going to spend my afternoon working on that, like pink and orange landscape. Yeah. Have you had a chance to work on it again since then? No. No, I had a pretty pretty busy week. So it's actually I kind of like the weeks that I can join in. Sometimes some of the some of the weeks that I sit with you guys and I'm, I'm painting on this show, sometimes that's the only time of the week that I get uh, my hands dirty, I guess. Well, that's awesome. Um, but I love it. And then this, this painting that I've gotten started, it's kind of like calling to me. Like every time I walk past.
task and I see the next the next layer that I need to add to it. So I'll get on that today. Isn't that fun, dude? When you start like thinking in terms of uh, hue and 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 tone and stuff like that. Yeah, I just love it. Like, not every painting that I start like fights. You know what I mean? Not everyone like specifically calls. Like when you lay down and go to sleep, it calls to you. When you are yeah. doing things throughout the day, it calls to you. Not all paintings do that, and this is the first one that has kind of called me in a while. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can, I can put brush to canvas and make stuff happen, but to actually, like, have the painting be yelling at me, like, no, come back. Really? Yeah. Right. I totally get that. It's like a dog that wants its belly scratched, but the painting wants another layer. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to pass that up, isn't it? Sometimes. But, I mean, the nice thing is that I, you know, I've got, I, I keep my schedule filled with such awesome projects that, like, that creative urge is always kind of, like, satisfied at the end of the day. So, um, it's exciting when there's a painting that calls me in addition to that, like, uh, like creative load that I've already, like, released for the day. Like, it, there, there's more I want to do. So, right. I don't always have that kind of motivation or that desire to, like, get back to a painting as soon as possible but this one kind of like it's I don't know I think it's going to turn into something crazy so it's calling me radical now when you talk about that did you start out with a vision in mind or did it just kind of start coming out as you were as you were putting the, the paint to canvas um no it kind of comes out I feel like that's um that's one of those things that I try to do with my paintings like sometimes I'll sit down and I'll have like a few little thumbnails and I'll have like a ballpark idea of what I'm jumping into but a lot of times with my oil paintings, um, especially like if I've got a few of them going or if I'm starting a few at the same time, I'll just like lay the color and I lay the color in a very um, irregular way. Like I don't want to make it all just one smooth, plain swath of color. I want to like play with it and add some dimension just to that, the, the colored ground I'm laying. Mm -hmm. And then usually once I just like let that settle and then turn it upside down and then flip it over a few ways something starts to appear to me like and it, that's that's why I say like sometimes this is what the painting wanted to be the whole time because it it's almost like sometimes it comes from somewhere else when I do it like that when I just like let it develop you know what I mean I do um, where like mm -hmm. my tattoos like you know I may not have like put a ton of uh hours to paper before a tattoo but like in my mind I've got like this process that I've got to go through and I've got like basically it's already designed and rendered in my brain and now I'm achieving that rendering in the tattoo so when I'm when I'm tattooing there's like two dynamics going on that make it different from painting I have to be controlled because there's a goal like there's already a goal in mind and then the other thing is, is that this is a passion of somebody else's. Like I'm bringing somebody else's idea to life most of right. the time. Like it's my idea mixed with their idea. It's a collaborative thing, but it's a combination of both of us. Yeah. So, so there's all these constraints in a tattoo, even if I have all the freedom in the world with the tattoo, just because that's oh, yeah. what a quality tattoo takes. There's processes and you can't cut those processes and you can't you know, once you get so far along, you can't change your mind and you can't deviate. You have to see it through with a tattoo. Where with a painting, it can be whatever it wants to be, or it can be whatever I want it to be. 
So I really like just kind of like letting the colors and the ground speak and just kind of like, you know, when you squint at something and it's like, I almost already see this thing there anyways, like that's yeah. what it should be. Yeah. So that's kind, of, that's kind of what I chase when I'm painting. And that's why like every time I start a painting, it's like, I don't know what it's going to be. I, I don't know. It hasn't told me yet, but yeah. it's because it's, it's so much fun for me to like just play and let it like happen by accident. And when it happens by accident, there sometimes there are things that I never even would have thought to, to put, like, let's say it's like a, a fantasy landscape, for instance, like, because that's what I do. Um, sometimes there'll be like elements that I never would have thought to put in there. Or sometimes I'll just be painting along and it's like, ooh, that flower could also be a this. And I'll turn something into like dual elements where it could be like a geometric crystal as well as an organic flower or like a geometric weird piece of fungus that could, you know, be an energy source. Um, but like, I don't know. That's, I mean, I think maybe that's the thing that kind of makes this painting call to me. Cause I think there's, I think there's going to be some things that are revealed with it that my, my brain doesn't even see yet, but it's almost like it exists in a realm already. I just got to uncover it. So that's radical. It's, it's totally different from tattooing and it's totally like, it's, it's free, but like, I still get to use all of these skills and tricks and like, you know, like, could I sit and paint a, a photorealistic plein air painting? Absolutely. Like not, not to be arrogant, but like with confidence, like, yeah, I could do any plein air painting of any cityscape or landscape or seascape. I really enjoy it. And like those kind of challenges, I can sit and just tediously color match all day long and it will make me thrilled. But to do the same thing and have it just appear out of nowhere and be equally as believable is a pretty fun pretty fun thing to like do and show to people yeah. yeah I think that does kind of fall into that process you're talking about with like tattooing you know what I mean and I, I do enjoy oil painting for the reason of like one of my most one of the most exciting moments for in oil paintings for me is like glazing for sure but and that's like more towards the end of the painting or what you think might be a finished kind of image right but like uh, the underpainting or like when you're kind of like getting the canvas wet for the oils and stuff like that and like you're just kind of rubbing your brush or your paper towel and stuff like that across it and you kind of stand back and you start seeing like these darker contrasts against like lighter tones and stuff like that and it, it really does kind of just like call out to you sometimes you know what I mean um, and I do enjoy that process so I, I'm glad that you brought that up because that's that's a really cool thing to kind of be involved with and and uh, be a part of where it's almost like you're just part of something kind of flowing through you, you know? And, and I Absolutely. really, I really love that, that like free form, like get away from it all and stuff like that. It's really easy to get lost, look up at the clock and realize that like five or six hours have gone by and you could still keep going. You know what I mean? You're not tired at all. Um, it's a really cool thing. And I'm glad you brought that up, man, because I think Stephen King calls it like the, he just kind of flows with the winds. You know what I mean? I think is what he, what he said in his uh, dark dark towers or his dark yeah dark tower series, mm. he talks about that a lot yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Um, this year I plan on doing a lot more painting and stuff like that, um, and that's one of my one of my big things that I want to try to do, um, and I do want to try to get more more into like an organic kind of state like that too. So that'll be fun to kind of experiment with that. Um, I might pick your brain and stuff like that too, fun at some point. 
Anytime. Yeah. Who else is in here? How's everybody else doing? Jason, what are you working on, buddy? I'm just doodling right now. <clears throat> My New Year's resolution is actually to finish a lot of paintings that I started last year. Uh -huh. uh, last year, I, I started a few oil paintings that still have yet to be finished. So I'm going to be going through and working on actually finishing those up on top of, you know, all the other stuff that I do for, you know, just convention prep and design prep, stuff like that. Gotcha. So a lot of it's just kind of like, okay, <clears throat> I might have, I, I had the goal last year that I wanted to do a lot more analog painting um, and a lot more analog drawing and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. For the most part, I was pretty successful with it. Um, but, you know, you lose momentum every now and then, you know, with certain projects and it's like, okay, well, it's time to actually step that back up and keep that, you know, pick up that momentum again and just get things finished. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to stay on track sometimes. Sometimes, like, you, you let your, you know, you let things get the best of you and things like that. And for me, a lot of the times, it's keeping up with the schedule of, like, um, uh, uh, deadlines as far as, like, drawings and things like that for, for clients and everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go and figure, you know, paying the bills and stuff like that kind of takes precedence over everything else sometimes. It's so weird, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that you have been traveling quite a bit, so I could see how like the banners and stuff like that, and all the, the um, all the uh, prints and everything like that have kind of taken over for you for a while. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay because this is the time of year to recenter, to reevaluate mm -hmm. your goals, yeah. to go through and you know make some changes. Yeah, I happen to do just that. Yeah. I am going to be working in a shop about 20 minutes from my house. Yeah, congratulations. And I'm being trained as a piercer. Oh, okay. Which I've always wanted to do on top of tattooing. I've always been interested in piercing and body modification. So to add one more form of body modification to my arsenal is great. It's really great. It gives you a lot of new clientele piercing. It really opens the doorway for that. Yeah. And I really like the shop I'm going to be in. I, it, it just fell into my lap. Good for you. Okay. And I'm so freaking excited. I'm so tired of being on my own. Yeah, I got there too. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's pretty I boring. Bro, any further being on my own. I need to be surrounded by more artists. Totally. It is nice. You say that we'll be talking you. to you six months from now, and you'll be like, "I'm, I'm crazy. I'm going crazy." <laughs> mm. <laughs> I yeah, can't. Go ahead. I, I have my formal. I signed my contract on the sixth. Yeah, so right. it's not in stone yet. The more I talk about it, the more I'm manifesting it. There you go. The power and the frequency. Yes, exactly. And how about you, Whitney? I'm uh, designing for a client, and um, been pretty steady. Like, um, yeah, not hardly any time to breathe, really. 
lot of lot of a lot of body piercings going on the last two weeks, that's for sure. Oh, right on. And try to squeeze them in in between tattoos as much as I can. Is I ran out of jewelry. That's a good problem to have, right? It is, but when there's only one you, it's kind of like you wish that you, like you had more arms, you know? Yeah. But yeah. Um, there's a big college in my town, so like you know, a lot of people come to uh, to visit family. And okay. Yeah, so I really get slammed with the piercings, but a lot of good good people go to that college. A lot of interesting people. It's very all different ethnicities, like from all over the world. So I get a nice big mix of all kinds of cool people. Rad. Yeah, they're pretty interesting. Um, I used to work at a pretty, like a long, long time ago, I used to work at a pretty busy street shop and... Um, the town that I live in, there's definitely, a, you know, I, Illinois State University is here. You know what I mean? So um, I understand exactly what you're saying. And it was really cool because like the, the busy street shop that I worked at, a lot of the people that I tattooed were going to school to become teachers. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I loved that. I love that idea that I'm tattooing these people and they're going to go into like, you know, teaching like elementary school kids or like, you know, uh, high school kids and stuff like that. And I always thought that was pretty interesting to to wrap my head around the fact that these are going to be the leaders of the new generation. You know what I mean? So, yeah, for sure. Because so, they're going off to be teachers and you know, that they're not going to be teaching the kids like, you know, what they did back in the day, like tattoos are all bad. And, right. And seedy people get it. Yeah. I do yeah. a lot of uh, medical uh, in the medical field and a lot of teachers as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. The EMT ones are pretty fun too, aren't they? Yeah, they got good stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always good stories. Yeah. Except for when they tell you that some of the biggest, or the, the most frequent calls they go to are the skydiving places. And I'm like, well, I thought about going skydiving, but I don't know about that now. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I did like, the are, they go, are, they, are they going there for, for injuries or is it like cardiac issues for people being scared? Injuries. Real oh, injuries. Okay. Yeah, real injuries. <laughs> broken you legs ones. <laughs> yeah yeah but that is, that oh, is a good shit. question though that is a really good question though fawn i didn't i didn't even think about it like that like the panic kind of mode that sets in yeah but, yeah i bet a lot of people you know they're they're not used to like that adrenaline jump stuff yeah you know and, and like even if you're perfectly healthy like sometimes your heart will get really fluttery when you have like a huge adrenaline dump yeah. So I, I just wondered if it was like actual oh, injuries or checking on people to make sure their hearts were okay. Well, as far that, as that's what something I was that told. I've always thought about, like, like, go ahead. No, no, it's all you. Something you thought about it, what? Oh, I, it's just, I, I've always thought about how many people, like, potentially have a heart attack after they jump out of the plane. Yeah. Tell oh, me about it. Yeah. Like, I've never, I've never heard that story, but that's got to be a thing, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It sounds like it would have to be a thing. Yeah, uh, limited in that that high of an altitude. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then you hear about people just like passing out, and they pass out. I have actually seen a tandem jumper pass out with their instructor before. Oh my gosh. Have you guys ever done it? Needless to say, I 
I still I really want to go skydiving. That's what I was just asking too, man. I think mm-hmm. I really want to try it too. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Let's do I it. I do too, and I'm scared to death of heights too, man. And I totally want to do it though. You know, it's so weird. It's so weird to think about it because, like, is it the same as is it the same as heights? You know what I mean? Because you kind of feel like you're falling, right? Like you're just kind of like. I just, think it would be the. I think it would be the like the in general like just finally make you know your legs take you to the edge of the plane door like actually jump like <laughs> don't you find like if you actually just jump right at the last minute like I don't know if I can get myself to do it. I mean, I've jumped off of some pretty tall bridges, and I've jumped off of some tall piers. Um, I don't know. I, I personally really enjoy the like, free fall. Like, I feel like if you threw me out of a plane with a squirrel suit and a parachute, I'd be a happy camper. <laughs> I'm right I want to see you in a yeah. squirrel suit, for sure. You want to see me in a squirrel suit, too. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yep, that's definitely your new car. That's your, that's your new stickers for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Super fun. Oh, shit. You <laughs> like hot pink and purple. Oh, yeah, for like sure. We gotta give you a yellow stripe like down your back. That way we can spot you up there, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. yep. With you, so you can just throw banana skins on people on your way down. <laughs> happened once. Only happened once. <laughs> I bet your dog would love it too. <laughs> your tongue would be checking out of her mouth. I don't know. I can't even watch movies that, you know. Have you ever seen the movie Hardcore Henry? Yes. yes. That movie rules. Movie, but it's all, you know, first person point of view and when he's jumping off things and falling. Yeah. The sight of it gives me a drop of hearts. I don't think I could jump out of something. I'm the only one that hasn't seen it. I don't, I'm like, what is, what is, who plays in that? Oh, what's nobody, that guy's name? Nobody's seriously famous except the guy from oh. District 9. Yeah. And yeah. I can't pronounce his name. He's South African, right? I can't remember his yeah. name. Yet. And he's an amazing actor. Oh, yeah. Dude, the way he covers up his accent is crazy when he really wants to. Mm-hmm. I can't remember um, his name. That movie was uh, awesome. Gotta watch Hardcore it. Henry, is that what you said it was? Yeah. Hard- yes. <laughs> I think it's on Netflix now, isn't it? Let's check it yes. out. Yeah. It's it's all like a first person point of view video game. Oh yeah. Pretty radical. But those scenes when he's jumping off stuff and you're not watching it like it's happening to you. Oh, that gets me right in the stomach every time. Yeah, it is pretty radical. Let me show you guys this uh, this rooster I'm working on here in a second. I was going to say, do you have any it idea how hard it's been not to make inappropriate comments? Uh-huh. <laughs> not the only one. There have been like eight times where I've just wanted to be like, wow, Ricardo, that's... Uh, Never mind. I'm not going to. Yeah. It's an impressive chicken there. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually not even like a a rooster. It's just a chicken, dude. So big chicken. Pretty badass chicken. That's a big old chicken you got there. Yeah, it is a big old chicken. Thanks. Thanks below your knee. I've been working on it for a while. (laughs) 
I love chicken. My best friend has like 25 of them. Whoa, really? A lot of chickens. She, she's a little out of hand with the amount of chicken she has. <clears throat> Her well, husband, as expensive as I, eggs are, she should be rolling in the dough. Oh, I always get eggs from her. My farm fresh eggs are great. So much yep. better than the store bought. Big time. I miss living on a farm. So anytime I can get farm fresh anything, I do. You know, I used to eat this diet a long time ago where I would eat nine eggs every every morning for breakfast. Crazy. Nine eggs, Ricardo. Nine That's a, eggs. That's a lot of cholesterol, man. Tell me about hard boiled or they no, no. I mean, I would they- so I would my my breakfast was um get this it was nine eggs, uh two two potatoes, two white potatoes, uh a handful of uh, mushrooms, a cup and a half of spinach, and uh two bell peppers every morning. Dang. Yeah, Sounds like crazy. a great omelet. Oh, it was crazy. It didn't really make omelets. It was too big. So you have to like kind of just put it in a big like mixing bowl. You know what I mean? Just kind of like. Scramble it up. Yeah. Get a big old wooden like mixing spoon and just shovel it in as quick as you could. Like Rocky Balboa breakfast, man. What'd you have for supper? (laughs) I got to ask, did you take the time to season it or were you just shoveling it in? No, I seasoned it. I had to season it. Okay. By the time you get to the bottom of it, it's like kind of like lukewarm, you know what I mean? And it's like uh, you got to taste something besides just mush, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, uh, that was just breakfast. And then dinner and lunch was like another big deal, too. It was like, uh, yeah, you know, eight to 12 ounces of protein. And were you like bulking at the time? Yeah, I was bulking at the time, yeah. So that was a lot of calories. I don't do anything like that anymore. That's just too much work, dude. It's too much work and it's dumb too. I, I never really, I enjoyed it at the time, but I'm kind of over all that. But One of my fun. clients is a pretty uh, avid bodybuilder. He's a trainer. He like trains other trainers. And it's yeah. funny to hear him talking about food. Like it's, it's a chore. It's a mechanism for him to yeah. sit and eat. And yeah. I, one day he was telling me his regimen and like, you know, he's very precise about his macronutrients. He'll be like, oh, I need to add four more blueberries to get my macros in. Wait, that's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, it was like, do you even enjoy food at this rate? He's like, oh, I have one cheat meal every day because he has like eight meals a day. So he has one cheat meal where he enjoys it and he eats the things he likes and he yeah. like, but all the rest of the meals throughout the day are like a chore. It's like something that he has to do. He has a timer set. He shovels it in. He eats in about 45 seconds and he moves on with his day. But yep. he does sit down and enjoy one meal. I think depending on what day and what his obligations are, there's a, there's a, it's a, it's a different meal, but he, he makes sure that he enjoys one meal a day. And I thought yeah. that was a pretty cool, like, cause, cause I enjoy food. Like, I enjoy tasting new food. I enjoy experiencing food. I enjoy like how different people prepare the same food. So um, I, I think it's one of those like little joys in life. Like whether, you, whether you're having a good day or a bad day, you can enjoy food. Like you can always enjoy food. Like cheap food is great. Expensive food is great. Junk <laughs> food is great. Healthy food is great. Like All the damn food is great. <laughs> yeah, I, I just yeah. think it's like, 
psychologically, I think it's really important to enjoy your food because I think when you enjoy it, you appreciate it. And I think when you appreciate it, your body applies that nutrients better when there's gratitude. Absolutely. um, Absolutely. But anyways, back on the topic of food, I just think it's really cool that like, it's a mechanical thing for him, but there's always the one cheat meal and that keeps him happy and that keeps him looking forward to that meal. Yep. I think that's what it was too, Fawn. I think I just got tired of eating like a, for the, uh, the purpose of what it was that I was trying to do, which is like, just pack on the weight as far as calorie wise goes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think that's what it was. Did it got kind of like too much. And it's also, it gets kind of mundane too. Cause you can only eat so many things at that kind of a bulk volume too. You know what I mean? Like the price point was just ridiculous too. Like the amount of money I was spending on food is just like, what am I doing? Oh my God. But yeah. All right. So let me show you this chicken. Okay, guys. It's a chicken. Let me turn this around real quick. You know, chickens do have waddles too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> color fancy. Yeah, color fancy. Uh, it's uh, uh, I've started working on it about a day or two before Christmas, and then try to get it done, but gonna try to finish it up here pretty soon i think i'm gonna wrap this one up today um it's acrylic on canvas just because it's faster but again it's like a the way i like to apply the uh the glazing technique like you would in oil but it just dries so fast you know what i mean like there's nothing it's already dry so i can keep layering more paints more pure pigment on there and then keep glazing it like you can still see i love how chunky everything still stays and stuff like that too um the all the angles and everything like that and if you get real close you can see that there's not a whole lot of like real clean edges and stuff either um nice, nice yeah. and painterly yeah thank you yeah, looks great yeah. thank you very much so it's been pretty fun and then I'm, next i'm gonna be working on a deer with some little critters running around it so but some friends of mine live out in the country and they have chickens and stuff like that too and they love them so that's what they're gonna get for Christmas. But yeah. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Whitney, I think that you had mentioned a while back about working on some sleeves and stuff like that too. Yeah, um, I got a, a quite a few of them going on right now. Um, that's for sure. I'm just I hope that the the weather continues to hold off so so the key, I got everybody in a good rotation going on right now. Uh-huh. Um, and a couple people uh, want to schedule early in the day. So I think I might take them on early in the day. Um, I got this one sleeve going on that's like really rad. I mean, I don't know exactly why well, I feel I know exactly where we're going with it. I think he's, he's just, he, you know, you get those clients every once in a while that you're surprised that because of the other people in the area, you know, they, they tend to get a lot of what they see on other yeah. people as opposed uh-huh. to being exposed to art like we are so like you know I always tell them you know if you try to if you try to think about it already tattooed you know it, it you're going to if and what and maybe and think all day long um yes. you know so like that's what you pay me for is to <laughs> help design it you know what I mean um mm-hmm. but he came to me with this like uh this very 90 degree angled I wish I had a, a picture of it and it edged uh like almost um, aborigine type um, 
You know what it did? It looked like a skater logo is what it did. It looked like a skater logo with a dude with a flipped up gold hat on like me. And he just, he drew it himself off of, of like um, right angled um, image that he's seen. And, and, and me and him both seen this little man in it. So anyway, I'll, I'll, end up, I'll post a picture of it here uh, soon. We, I, I think we're going to work on it next week. Um, anyway, he ended up putting a, a, a campfire in front of it. Like he's like uh, worshiping and uh smoke and fires coming off of it coming up around him embers are flying in the air it is actually turning out pretty cool so we're uh-huh. going to do another installment on that pretty soon it was it was like one of those that you never would have never would have guessed you know what i mean like, yeah i love That's those fun. when you walk it yeah and he totally didn't even look like that kind of guy whatsoever he's like an engineer fella from like some, some company up the road that you know it's he, he didn't have much for tattoos and it was like really cool breath of fresh air to get somebody that wanted something different. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah I, love, I love the clients that um, have full back piece, full, like, you know, half sleeves and shoulder caps and chest panels and stuff like that. And, you know, you see them and they come in from their work job and they have like on this professional attire and stuff like that. And you're like, this is fucking great, dude. I love this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, that'd be cool. I mean, do you do you work on a lot of big projects and things like that? You get um, so maybe I'm, I'm all over. The, I, I everything I do, everything literally. I run my okay. entire shop by myself because, oh, okay. well, okay. people are crazy, and it's really really hard to to find uh, people in this area that, um, well, in all honesty, you want to commit to the work. Really, um, okay. I think that. So many people just like we all know that really have no idea what it really takes to get there. And and uh, once they, they get going, they don't know what it's like to commit. So I just I don't have time to teach anybody again. So I decided it's best off for me to run my shop by myself. And it's killing me, I think. But <laughs> I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Yeah, I get a lot of different people. And uh, that makes for a good time for the most part. Yeah, I get to do all kinds of different stuff. You never know what's going to walk through the door. I'm definitely not a street shop, but also with me being in a smaller area um, in one of the very few shops around here that gives me a wider um, uh, choosing of people, really. Mm-hmm. There's not many places for them to go. Sorry to interrupt, Wit, but um, Atomic, what's up? Thanks for joining. I'm glad that you tried again. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second to figure out what I was doing wrong. What you working on? Um, so we did a little giveaway. I'm trying to paint this elephant, which she's hiding back there by the fish tank. But I've been doing a lot of paint lately. That's awesome. What uh, what medium are you using? It's good to see you again, too, man. How have you oh, been? I've been doing good. Can't complain. How about y'all? Good. Real good. All right, bud. <clears throat> Um, I got to jump off of here, guys. I just pulled up at my uh, massage therapist's office. So we're going to go in Enjoy. here and get beat up. I'm jealous. And I will more than likely talk to you all next week. All right. Good to see you. Sounds good. All right, guys. Have a great week. Later, Gator. Fun. You too. Okay. Take care. Later. Actually, what time is it? Ooh, yeah. I got to get rolling too, guys. What time is it? Oh, 10.03. Okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Sorry hard. about that, but uh, yeah, I'm just working on a uh, a new little flash design for the Philly show coming up. So, 
It's nothing crazy, just like a little flower inside a circle. Nice. Looks good. Yeah, we're getting there. I'll be doing a fully rendered version of it. So it's got your name all over it already, man. Well, I'm I like to think so, but you never know. You had some badass stickers like that, didn't you, Jason? I got a couple of them. It turned out so good, the gold and the black. I got all kinds of stickers. Um, and I actually just started, I just ordered like 500 more of them because I thought I ran out. And then I realized that I didn't run out. I just kind of misplaced them. Um, <laughs> yeah, not my brightest move, but you know, eh, things happen. Better run. <laughs> so, but thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Have a great day. Um, and I will see everyone again next week. Thanks for Later, joining us. Yeah, we'll hang on for a little while longer as well here for a little while longer. Then I got to get going too because I got a guy coming in at 11 and I'll have to run over to the shop. I'm at my house right now. So I've been working on this mural downtown. I was supposed to be doing it this week, but it's raining as I'm sure most of you know. Oh, that's um, a bummer, dude. Yeah. Nothing I can do to it right now. So how did that happen for you? Like, what, what kind of project is it? So it's an entire backyard. And I would say for Atlanta, it's a fairly decent-sized backyard. Okay. Uh, but my little brother's fiance works with this lady and she saw a couple of my paintings and she was like oh would you come like tag up my backyard there you go of course because of the neighbors i can't use spray paint i don't want to like be drooling through their fence and stuff (laughs) so what are you using instead are are you painting on the fence itself are you painting on a building or what's going on Uh, so it's a total of like five broken down sections of fences and then it's a building which I'm basically going to take some pieces of plywood some of those like cable hangers Mm -hmm. and build a false wall in between part of like where she's got her she shed and (laughs) what would be the neighbor's porch kind of peers over her fence. So I'm going to do like some cut up pieces of panel paintings to go in between, to hang in between there just Mm -hmm. to make a line of sight break. Nice, dude. That's got to be pretty fun, you know, getting out of the the tattoo shop and stuff like that. And did you show them an an image of what it is that you want to paint first, or are you just kind of going for it? So she asked that I show her what I had in mind. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, playing around with a handful of Russ Abbott's little brush sets. So you did work on it like in Procreate or something? I told her I wanted to, I don't know how well you can see that, but basically take like the techno mech set and do like a giant fingerprint all stretched out. Oh, cool. 
Yeah, that's fun, man. I like the way you laid it all out first. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that way I could give her an idea. Yeah. You want to kind of see it first, you know? Right. Well, that's pretty awesome, dude. I appreciate it. It's actually been a lot of fun. I've only got a couple of uh, sections of long bone. And as I started to get them done, she was like, oh, well, you know, I expected it more like the picture you showed me. It just to be color butted to color. And I was like, no, I can't really do that. I want to blend them all together. <laughs> huh. So it's Was, more graffiti-esque. Right. So are you, put, are you putting it on with paintbrushes and stuff like that? Like rollers? What are you using? If you can't use just, a spray paint. Just brushes. Okay. So brushes and acrylic or something? Yeah. Right on. That's awesome, man. I did this the other day. It's actually one of my favorites now. Oh, it's fun, dude. Look at that. It's actually an <laughs> airbrush underneath to keep my soft edges. Uh-huh. And then hand brushed the darker reds. Yeah, I like the contrast. It kind of like puts that netting or something like that over it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually got inspired off this weird little mushroom that I saw that the whole top of the mushroom was just a net. That's awesome. And mushrooms are pretty, pretty cool looking. Of course, I've got this light glaring in the way. But I've been doing a lot of fish too. Nice, dude. Oh, wow, yeah, that's awesome. This is really actually cool. part of a little giveaway that I'm that I was involved in over the holidays. Very cool. Where's my little frog? This is probably the camera around season actually. If I can okay. get it not to be in the glare. Oh, yeah, there it is. That frog's pretty cool. Look at that. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Radical, man. Yeah, you like so, them? you know, just getting a bunch of backgrounds and stuff done and prepped where I can paint more. Yeah, that's, that's one of my goals this year for sure. Paint, paint, paint. Yeah, me too. It's uh, freeing, you know what I mean? Like it kind of um, kind of like frees your, your time, your space, your, your mind, you know what I mean? Your hands. Definitely. Helps take away from that. Oh, I want an 18th birthday, tiny little, you know. Yeah. Something with 17 people around me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. And all their names in each little leaf too, right? Right. <laughs> well guys if we want to take the moment and uh go around the room and maybe we can give a holler about where we're at how to get a hold of us and stuff like that i'm gonna go ahead and jump off i gotta get ready for my next client at 11 
So well, it was really cool. good to finally get to talk to you again. Yeah, man, I agree. It's good to see you. It's been a while, dude. I wondered how you've been. Oh, uh, you know, I've been lurking a lot, trying to watch while I'm busy doing other shit. Cool. At least you're staying busy. Trying to. That's the key word. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and start with you, Atomic. Why don't you uh, give everybody a shout-out to let us know how to get a hold of you. Oh, I much appreciate everything from Guy, Lauren, Gabe, you, Jason. I've been trying to catch the early morning Monday shows, but that's a little early for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trust me, it's early for those of us that catch it, too. Yeah, when I see you on there, I always want to say, hey, and I'm just like, oh, they're never going to be able to see it. And it's too early for me to try to spell anything. (laughs) Cool. But uh, don't look for me. Don't, you know, y'all have fun. (laughs) Okay, cool, man. Well, it's good to have you, dude. Thank you for being here. Most definitely. I'll pop in again soon. Definitely, man. Look forward to it. Uh, it Whitney? Uh, Whitney Drown, I'm at Iron Rose Tattoo Company. Uh, you can reach me at ironrosetattoo.inc or any of the Facebook, social media sites, same thing, Iron Rose Tattoo Company. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Ricardo. Hello, Amber. Goodbye, Amber. <laughs> and uh, you guys have a good one. Okay, take it easy. Enjoy Later, your day. Gators. You yep. too, man. Yep. Amber? Hey, I'm Amber Morgan. We thank you for hosting. This is a wonderful show, and it, I get so much work done, and we always have great conversations. Good. You can really find all social media under Amber Morgan. Nice. Easy enough, right? And soon to be in a new shop. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'll about the shop once I'm in and I got my contract signed. Good luck with all that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my name is Ricardo Sturdivant. Thank you guys for joining us again on another uh, episode of Tuesday Feels. Um, Lauren Gregory, Lauren Gregory, thank you so much for um, hosting as always. Um, wouldn't be here without you. Um, thank you, everybody. Guy Atchison, thank you. Jason, Amber, Atomic, it's good to see you, man. I appreciate you guys. Um, yep. And I'll catch you guys next week. Take it easy. Have a good one. Peace. Have a good one. Bye.